0: Hi, this is the Manifest More Podcast, and I'm your host, Don Mainer. Get ready to hear how, through the loss of her grandfather, this boss lady, Shayla Ryder, created a fitness business and scooped up five rental properties. Shayla loves to build community and has manifested many of her heart's desires. Shayla is a personal trainer and nutritional guide and is a certified Reiki and yoga instructor. She began her fitness journey in 1997 after watching her once stronger than anyone in the whole wide world. Grandfather fall prey to obesity really had a huge impact on her. She says that the devastation of his passing and the feeling that he was just gone too soon lit a fire inside her soul and drove her to her purpose in life, which is to help others. She knew she couldn't change his way of living but her goal became to encourage and give others the tools they needed to transform their life. Here you go. Take a listen. Okay. So I want to welcome my friend Shayla onto the podcast um, with me today. And Shayla known each other for, I don't even know how like years now, how we actually met at a gym that she used to own called transforming fitness here locally um, in Texas in Louisville. Um, And so she still is on that health and fitness training journey. I mean, I wanted her to come on and share um, her journey and what all she does now. So how did you get started in that area of training? I guess the personal training aspect of things.
1: Well, I used to have my real estate license. My husband and I both did, and we were going to do like a team realtor thing and that team part ended up with him being the one that was out always messing with people and all of that kind of deal and all of my stuff was behind the desk and I realized very quickly that I did not want to be behind a desk that was not going to fit me so um, I can remember one day sitting out in a parking lot and thinking what else can i do like what do what do i enjoy what do i like you know i didn't want to just have a job i wanted to have something that i actually felt a passion behind right um and personal training popped in my head i've, I've always liked to work out i've always liked to be healthy um and i thought well let's let's see how this goes let's see if we what we can do with this information so i started looking up how do you do that and kind of took it from there um, I started working at LA Fitness and was there for about one year and then decided to open up my own
0: place. Is that when you open up Transform Your Fitness? Uh-huh. Yep.
1: Um, and you know, I think everything happens for a reason, right? Everybody's put in our lives for a reason. And my husband with his with the real estate that he was doing, one of his clients owned a little studio gym. And he said, I think you'd really like this girl. She's got her own little place. And it was in this little tiny, like 1,000-square-foot building. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. At this point, I hadn't really thought of opening my own place, right? I just thought, well, that's neat. And when I left LA Fitness, I started training a few clients out of her location. Again, this is like a 1,000-square-foot place. It hardly had anything in it. and She ended up selling it to somebody and I was like, wow, I wish I would have known you were selling because I would have, I would have, I would have thought about that. So it kind of got my, my brain clicking along with that. And the people that purchased it, it ended up not working out. So I said, you know what? I think I would like to buy this from you. So it came around where it worked out really perfectly for me because basically I paid not very much at all. Where they had paid quite a bit, <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, I think I lucked out on that area of it. Um, so I, there I went. I opened. I op- I changed the name. It's basically every state. Everything stayed the same. All the equipment, everything. I changed the name on it, and then I just started building. And from there, we I moved that place down a couple of doors and expanded it three times. I had a great partner jump in with me a few years down the road, and uh, it just kind of it. I never really planned for it to be as big as it was. It just kind of mm-hmm. one thing led to another.
0: Yeah, and we kept how that many, open
1: for about seven years.
0: How many clients did you start with?
1: My very first boot camp had about I would say eight people in it, and at that time, there was say there was yeah there was about eight people in it, and one of them was high, my who my later. Partner was was Heidi. She was in my very first boot camp, so oh. she was she was with me through the whole little transitioning. Um, I didn't have the studio yet, though. I was working out of it was a um, indoor soccer place over in Carrollton, and we would just meet the boot camps there. Okay. And then, and then I moved it over to the studio once I took ownership of that, and we would do the boot camps outside. Which could be cold or whatever, I didn't really like that part of it, but we couldn't all fit in this little thousand square foot place, especially as it started to build,
0: um, right. so yeah, there was just about eight people and Heidi was um one of my first like yoga class that I went to like five thirty a m classes. Mm-hmm. Heidi was the teacher that's a, that's how I met Heidi, oh, and then goodness. when she started working with you it uh, so has it always been called transforming fitness? Yes. Okay. And so you, that was your name that you created. Yes. Um, so this, she calls it tough or You fitness. Um, well, yeah.
1: Yeah. It was You fitness. And then one of Judy Reinick actually is the one who named it tough. One time she just said it came out that way. And I was like, Oh, those are all our initials. And it kind of took uh, on a name of its own.
0: Perfect. Oh, it's yeah. Yeah. Heidi had asked me to start teaching the yoga at, at the gym there. And that's mm-hmm. when we met.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I met Heidi through um, yoga teacher training.
0: Oh, you did so, that too?
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. We did uh, yoga teacher training together at Blue. Okay. That's
0: where I met
1: her. Yeah. And I posted a flyer up there for my first boot camp. And that's where we connected from.
0: Nice. So what are some of your favorite transformational stories of people coming and starting with you? and
1: um, uh, well, Heidi would definitely be one of them. She was absolutely amazing to work with. Um, you know, she lost over a hundred pounds from the beginning of her health journey. I wasn't involved with all of those, but I think maybe 75 pounds I was with her on. And it was really cool just to watch her transform through her own, her own, um, her own life that she was doing. She had had two kids or our youngest is about the same age think there may be a year apart difference and so we were both still doing the young mom thing or our kids were young <laughs> anyway we're we're young we're all young right um yeah. so I I really enjoyed working alongside her through all of that and then watching her decide to go into the um, personal training aspect of it and then watching her grow her own business so that that felt really cool to to witness that and walk alongside her with that and join partnerships and everything. And that was, that was probably the best.
0: I like some of your people too have been with you. How many years have you been doing it now? Mm -hmm. Uh, I think we're around 17 years. I like some of those people have been with you for 17 years, right? Um, Yeah.
1: I have um, one that I still train today. She's been with me almost, almost since the very beginning. And I had taken a group of us. We used to do what I'd call field trips. And we'd go to different areas. Maybe we'd run bleachers or we'd run hills or whatever I could find to keep us entertained, right? We were running a hill over by her house and the girls were, I say, we. I'm telling the people to run up and down the hill. I don't do running anymore. Running is not my thing. (laughs) But they were running up and down and she came out. She's like, what are y'all doing? I said, we're, we're doing a boot camp, And I think I had a card on me at that time, which is hilarious because I don't keep cards anymore, but right. I gave her my card and, and she ended up calling and she trains with me to this day. I train her daughter. Um, I, I feel like we're almost part of each other's families now because we've really done a lot of life together.
0: So what is your, like, like what makes you different than a different personal trainer? Like how, what is your process of training someone, someone who came to you and said, how can you help me? I think my biggest thing is I I want people
1: to do what's real life for them. I think it's easy to get caught up in all of those quick fixes and so and so does this diet or so and so does this kind of workout and you know that doesn't work for everybody. Everybody's bodies are different. We all need different things to make us click or to get through our own day to day. And I think you really got to step back and look at each person and go, okay, well, where, you are, where are you at now? Let's meet you there. And then let's just slowly build. We're not going to try to lose X amount of weight in six weeks. We're going to try to build a lifestyle that's going to work for you in your real world. Something that you can welcome every day, not just uh, not just something you're trying to do just for this moment in time. I want to, we need to create lifestyles here, lifestyle changes.
0: Yeah. So you're trying to help them like do something that they would do the rest of their life, not just like a quick fix. Like, Yeah. It, it, it has
1: to, it has to fit into your world. You know, it has to be something that doesn't make you feel like, Oh, I can't, I have to turn my whole world upside down. That doesn't work. That never works. You need to find something, meet yourself where you are, start making these small little changes. And eventually they end up being life-changing all around, but I don't really get into that. Let's whole go and um, change the whole thing right now where that I I don't like that.
0: Yeah. Have you ever
1: read the 5am club book? You know, I have not, but I've heard a lot about that one. I've heard hey. that that comes up often actually.
0: He talks about like, it's called the 20, 20, 20 rule, where it's like 20 minutes of working out and even just starting with like five minutes and finding a way of, that fitting into your day, 20 minutes of, um, like journaling, reading something, 20 minutes of meditation. Um, so I feel like that's kind of the way you're trying to help people is just giving them something that they can do, even if it's what, 20 minutes, right? Right. Start, find something that's,
1: Exactly. Let's find something that's attainable. And then let's build on that. And even if that means you're just going to go for a twenty-minute walk two times a week.
0: If that's where we're starting, then great. Let's start there. Let's see what happens. Do you set goals with people? Like, do you do a do- a goal setting type of thing? Uh huh. Um, on my wall here at the gym,
1: I have uh, everybody has their own picture up there, and they each have a card that they fill out, and it's got an "I will" phrase on it. So. Every six to eight weeks, we kind of reevaluate, but everybody has an, I will, and we have to break it down a lot. Like what's your goal. And then what do you have to do to meet that goal? What's the, I will behind it. So if you're going to, I have, a, I get this one a lot. A lot of people have a hard time. I want to say hard time struggle with moderating alcohol.
0: So mm-hmm.
1: maybe it's, I'm not going to I'm going to not drink alcohol at all. That's, that's not going to work for a lot of people, but maybe I will only have alcohol two times a week. So we just kind of take it back into a reality (laughs) versus taking everything out. Right. Um, Or I will make sure I'm eating protein at every meal, something like that. So we got to put an action behind it. um, Not just a generic wish, if you will so we keep those up on the boards. And when they're in here training, we look up at them. And I go, so how are you doing on your water intake? How are you doing on this? Is this working out? Do we need to reevaluate? Why didn't this work? Maybe it wasn't realistic for you right mm-hmm. now.
0: And then are you, so are you still doing the, because you went from having a, like a, a building location to moving into your house, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So do you still do the boot camps at your house? Are you doing at your house?
1: Uh-uh. Nope, I'm, we don't do boot camps anymore. I just do more of a small group training of three people. And I just, it's really nice being out of my house because my schedule can be super flexible. And I think that works well with my clients because a lot of them, you know, they work or they have kids or, you know, whatever life comes up. So we're able to, between my schedule and their schedule, bounce it around to where they're able to get in here whenever and I don't have to worry about driving to and from work and all of that so um I, I really love training out of my house turned my game room into the gym and it's great I love it but we don't do we don't do the full boot camps anymore
0: okay so in a, in the personal tra- like what all do you offer um like, do you have the bike and uh treadmill like how do you do your personal training classes we have a we have a rower and a ski machine
1: a cable i've got my platform that has my bench and my squat stuff all that on there and you know little trx stability ball dumbbells all that kind of good stuff so i can have let's say i have three people in there they could all need a little something different and i'm able to kind of decide here's what you're doing here's what you're doing Maybe they're doing sort of the same workout, but their weights, their reps are different. And we got to work through injuries because, you know, most of us are over 40 now. And there's some sort of limitation in there. Um, but I'm I'm able to adjust pretty much on the spot with whatever needs to be done. But they really like that. None of my people, um, I don't think they would like doing just private one-on-one training. I think they enjoy that camaraderie that we all get and the community feel that we get. And they're so encouraging to each other. And it's just really amazing. I love it.
0: Yeah. Do you group the people together? Or or does like a group call you and say, we want our Mm -mm. group of three together? Nope. So when somebody
1: comes on, I just say, let me know what times work for you. And um, I put them on the schedule. And a lot of times, sometimes they'll end up with somebody that's kind of along the same timeline as them if they work like a regular nine to five type hour job then they may always have monday wednesday so they'll be with the same people but a lot of times my morning people end up juggling around between different partners but eventually everybody meets everybody what is uh
0: like if someone were to call and book you what what are your hours what availability i don't
1: i don't start before 8 30 because i get up and get my son ready for school and then i do my own personal workout I don't start any earlier than eight 30 and I usually don't go past seven 30. I love training people and I love they, they do more for me, I think, than they realize because seeing them when they reach goals or seeing them when they get reports like on blood work or something good happens at the doctor that it, it just does something to me, you know, it's, um, I'm so proud of them and I think that that's what keeps me going that's why I still do this my uh my grandfather he died too early and he was very unhealthy and I think if I can help somebody to not go through the things I saw him go through because he was overweight and had all of the diseases that come with being overweight then I think that's pretty
0: cool yeah it's awesome yeah Like two years ago, you came to a dream board workshop. And if you had anything come up, manifest from the dream board.
1: You know, it's so funny because I think dream boards are amazing. And I had not actually done one until then, even though Mm. I thought they were cool. Right. So that was my first one to do when I came to that workshop with you. Um, And I've done one more since then. And both of them really... It's helpful. I keep it in a place where I can see it and I've been marking stuff off like I'm doing things and my husband knows what's on my, my little dream board. So if he's ever wondering, what do I want? (laughs) Like, (laughs) like one of, one of my things on there this past time was, um, I wanted to see Michael Buble. Well, he got me some amazing tickets and we went and saw him and that was really cool. So, um, yeah, I was putting it out there for me to see for anybody else to see it's, it's just really putting it in the forefront of everything, right? It's that seeing it every single day. And I've got I've had pictures on there of um, horseback riding, I I did that. And then um, I, just, I feel like I just went marking this stuff off. And I'm excited mm-hmm. to build for this next coming year. But he actually built one as well. And I think we're going to get something. Um, we're going to mark something off of both of ours at the same time, because I have on mine, Eric Church, and he has on his jelly roll. I don't know if you know who that is or not, uh-uh. but, but um, I've been to
0: Eric Church. <laughs> okay.
1: Well, I love him and he's, he's on my board. Well, they're coming to concert together
0: oh, in gosh.
1: Arizona and Arizona is also on my board. So I think we're going to hit three things in one and when we heard that they were coming together i was like i kind of feel like if it's on our boards and it's coming together like i kind of feel like you have to do that like otherwise what good is the dream board if you're not doing it right so yeah um it kind of it kind of encouraged me to say hey you can't just have a dream board if you're not going to go for it if the opportunity's there you jump you go mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So tickets go on sale tomorrow
0: <laughs> oh fine that is so cool <laughs>
1: I'm excited, yeah.
0: <laughs> Where at in Arizona?
1: Phoenix, I believe.
0: Okay, because have you ever heard of the cities that are in like the vortex energy?
1: Mm-mm. is that one? Yes. Oh, great. Yeah. Well, it'll be on my exciting.
0: It's list to hit them all. Like it's uh, Maui, Tulum, and Phoenix. Mm. I, can't, I can't remember all of them, but um, like, I want to get okay. to all of them. It's well, like go. the energy in the air there. <laughs>
1: Oh, I can't wait then. It's going to be even yeah. more
0: exciting. <laughs> yes. Um, and then I, I, you know, I knew you built a pool too. Was that
1: on a dream board mm-hmm. at all? It absolutely was. And it looks almost like the one I put on the board.
0: Nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then the cabin was on the board. We built a cabin. It it doesn't look like the one that's on the board, but I, I knew I wanted a cabin. It just had to, it manifested a little bit different the way it looks but it's still there
0: <laughs> yeah so that ties in with the old real estate like background right
1: uh-huh
0: yep hey, tell us about yep. the cabin I wanted to make sure everyone heard about the cabin well
1: um I kind of had this goal where I wanted to dabble more in real estate investing and I wanted to get five properties in five years so I got my first one I did a little single home over here in Denton and got that one and the second one was this short-term rental the cabin that we built in Broken Bow it's amazing we love going out there I had never heard of Broken Bow when we decided to do this and I guess it's been around for a while I just didn't know but I kept hearing everybody going out there around COVID right everybody was heading out like what is this place and I started googling it and I said babe I think we need to build a cabin out there. And I didn't know that not only myself was thinking this, but also a ton of other people because there's lots of cabins being built out there. But I just started Googling and Facebook searching and started coming into contact with people. And we drove out there um, in March of 2021, picked the lot and went from there.
0: Yeah, so, okay, her cabin is for rent. What, What was the name of it? dancing moon you could just go to dancingmoon.com to book it right
1: uh dancingmoonluxurycabin.com
0: how many rooms is it
1: it's two bedrooms um they're both kings both king-sized beds in there they have their own bathrooms and it's got a hot tub and a fire pit a great big wrap around porch so you can just sit outside and just listen to the birds or at nighttime, you hear all those nighttime sounds of frogs and the crickets. It's so amazing. And you look up and you just see stars and it's so peaceful. It's, it's just so amazing out there. The little hidden secret I didn't even know about.
0: Beautiful. You have, I noticed on your pictures too, it seems like there's a lot of trails around the house as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we've decided to become professional hikers
1: and we've done like we've done like four, four hikes now. Uh, each time we go, we try to pick a different one. And the first one we picked, we 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 didn't do very good on it. I mean, we accomplished it, but we um we, we we didn't know where we were going. We basically pulled over and said, "Let's go," and let's go stop here and start walking and see what happens. And we were we went up some pretty steep hills. We, we thought we were about to really not make it, but we made it through. I don't know. I think a part of it was called friendship trail, but I don't think we stayed only on that trail. I think we kind of veered into some other things. We'd see like colored arrows and we're like, Oh, I wonder if we're supposed to be on that trail or this, one." we didn't know. So since then we've become a lot more prepared when we go and we actually search the trails and use an app to get us along and everything. And it's so cool. They've got for everything from easy to hard and short and long. And they're all beautiful, whether it's walking beside a stream of water or there's beautiful rocks or trees. It's, it's just so pretty. Everyone I've been on has been amazing.
0: And there's a, how close are you guys to the lakes? I know people like to go and rent cabins there and then like go to the, bring their boats and go down to the lake.
1: Yeah, the lake is so pretty. Um, I led a yoga retreat there in September, and we took one of our little activities that we did. We got out on the water in a boat, and we were, I think, we saw one other boat the whole time we were there. And it was Mm. so amazing. Um, Where I would say my cabin is probably eight to 10 miles from there. I mean, Louisville Lake is great, but it was totally different out there.
0: Well, is it the water's clear, right?
1: Yes, it's it's That's so why. pretty. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Looks like isn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so
1: I'm
0: um, I'm excited to
1: get my kids haven't been out to that lake, and I I'm excited to get them out there this year.
0: And then you also you went through my four week online manifest more course. Um, what would you say that you have applied to your life now from that course, and how it benefited you? So I actually got out my folder
1: a few days ago and started looking over and kind of refreshing what we had gone over what I wrote down and you know it's funny when you're writing down things that's one thing but when you go back and look at it again and say what did I do or not do I remember that um, we were doing that just weeks after my grandmother had passed so a lot of the stuff that I had written down had to do it I needed to regain my focus I think I was trying to kind of figure out who I was going to be now that I wasn't her caretaker anymore. And Mm -hmm. I was really trying to, to weed through some of that. Um, So I had a lot written down a lot about focusing and meditating. And um, I I feel like I've since then, I've been able to focus on myself and, and figure out who I wanted to be. And, I don't know. Do you ever really figure out who you want to be? I, I don't know. I think I change all the time.
0: Yeah, definitely... for a little while and then something will happen and you're yeah. like yeah, I don't
1: that anymore. <laughs> I'm to change.
0: Um, but I
1: so I feel like it it helped me regain my focus. It helped me stop and write down Shayla's stuff because I was so wrapped in the moments of day to day care for her. And not that I wouldn't do it all over again a million times over but you lose yourself. Mm -hmm. That, that workshop was a really, it was a really good timing for me to kind of reevaluate who I was. So it was perfect timing for that.
0: Yeah. I know you were, you were grieving and you were having to sell our house. You had a lot that you were Mm -hmm. transitioning through. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that, that course was great for me to, to stop. And look at where I was at and where I wanted to go. And I laughed really hard at one of the, (laughs) one of the questions that said, what is standing in the way between what you're wanting and what you're doing, you know, or something like that. And one of the things I wrote on there was um, I needed to stop playing (laughs) Pac-Man because (laughs) I had gotten into, and I think it was more of a um, therapeutic for me. I would sit at my TV and play Pac-Man And it was very repetitive, Pat, man. It wasn't like you get through a level and then it does something. I mean, it's just very repetitive. All of the, all of the things you went through. And I think, I think I was using almost maybe like a meditative spot, Mm -hmm. but it was taking a lot of time. (laughs) No, I don't, I don't play that anymore, (laughs) but yeah, um, I kind of, I giggled when I
0: saw that response on there. (laughs) That's funny. So I, I, I've moved I, forward. <laughs> yay! <laughs> well, like, what's funny about that being that it was Pac-Man too? You know, our brains are constantly creating new neural pathways, and Pac-Man is just going around and around. And so, like, uh-huh. you were trying to give your brain something else to do and calm, and it was it was probably helping you calm down. And, like, just yeah. giving you something else to be present with.
1: Yep. Yep. It. It. It absolutely was.
0: Yep. Awesome. Uh, well, now that it's been a while since your grandmother's passed, do you feel that you have, like, found a non-physical connection with her, like, with her spirit? Oh, yeah. Yeah. stories?
1: She's around me all the time. Um, yeah, on her, the day that she passed was December 5th, And here's the crazy thing. On December 5th, I was up in my gym and I have a light, a ceiling fan light, and it's never bright enough, ever, ever, ever. In fact, I had to get a new one because I thought, well, the old one wasn't bright enough. I'm going to get a new one because I need a bigger fan anyway up there. It was too small. And this light is so dim that I had to get a stand-up light to go in a corner because you couldn't see the stuff that was over in this one side of the room. Well, on December 5th, the day that she had passed, um, this this year when we I was up there, the light was so bright.
0: It was wow. and I
1: thought it I thought it was just me for a second, but then one of my um one of my clients said, Wow, that light is so bright today. And so I knew it wasn't just me. And the yeah. next day it wasn't bright anymore.
0: Oh my so, god. She's yeah, here.
1: She's here. She's with me all the time.
0: That is so um, cool. cool. Yeah, and you know, I I haven't had an experience with lights, but I've I've always been told that they love to communicate with us through light, like light, like, you know, in your house and stuff like that, mm-hmm. electricity.
1: yeah It it was. It you know sometimes things happen and you wonder is that just me or am I just looking yeah. into something? But when somebody else notices it also, and yeah, that yeah, yeah. that's cool. It was neat. But they, it makes it makes me feel warm when I know that she's here.
0: I know. I love it. Yeah. yeah. And the more you like start to pay attention to the signs and believe that it's like it'll start happening more. Yeah. You notice it. I yeah. love it. And you don't question it anymore either. <laughs> don't question. It. Nope. You just roll with it. And I'm like, oh, yeah. It's like because <laughs> it makes you feel good too. It's like, why question yep. something that's making you feel good? Yeah, absolutely. Right. about that.
1: I, I really yeah. enjoyed kind of, kind of thinking through my own self though, whenever I looked over the things that you had mentioned, and then I looked back through that workshop stuff and it, it kind of made me question, uh, what, what is my story? Where did I start? What, you know, you, you just keep going in life, but I mean, there's a lot of years in there. What have I, what have I been doing? Who have I become? It kind of, yeah. kind of put me off into a little spin of who am I? Why am I here? Kind of thing. <laughs> yes. Um, and mm. it made, it made me realize I'm really happy. Aww. I'm really happy with the things that I've created and I'm, I'm, I'm proud. I'm proud yeah. of the community that I have girls that I have here. I'm just, I'm proud of them. And it, it just made, I don't know, it just made me feel good. It's good to step good. back sometimes and look at the, look at the picture from the outside. All right.
0: Well, thank you for sharing. Yes, thank you for having me on.
1: You had asked me what makes tough different than somewhere else. And I think the answer to that question would be that we look at the body as a whole. It's not always about what the scale said that morning or how many calories you ate and did you eat a cupcake when you hadn't planned to. Sometimes it's about how you're feeling mentally emotionally, physically, it's all of those things that kind of complete the puzzle. Um, It's great to be able to come in and say you can squat a lot of weight or you can bench press a lot. Those are fun things to do also, but that's not everything. And I think whenever somebody walks through the door, the first thing we go over is, how are you feeling today? And we spend a good 10 minutes, I think, just talking and kind of feeling it out Sometimes the workout I have written isn't even what we do because we got to base each day by what's coming through the door. So I think um, I think we're different because we're not just about what we're doing for this one hour in the gym. It's about what's going on in your whole world.
0: Wow. Isn't Shayla so inspiring? I just love getting to talk to people that are living in their purpose, doing what their heart truly desires to help other people. So to wrap this up, if you are playing too much Pac-Man to numb out, it's time to put down the remote and face the hard things. You can do hard things. I loved that she was resorting to Pac-Man, but you know, you could also use it as a way to meditate. And then if you're doing too much, know when it's time to put down the remote. Pay attention when your past loved ones are sending you signs. They are real. Start where you are and do what you can. Shayla's personal training sessions will help to guide you through a fitness program customized to suit your abilities and help you successfully achieve your personal fitness goals. She is located in Flower Mound, Texas. You can contact her through her email, shaylarider at me.com or on Instagram at tough underscore Shay. The book we chatted about was called The 5 a.m. Club. You can listen to it for free or even get your first 30 days free by going to audible.com slash John maynor. And lastly, Her Dancing Moon Luxury Cabin in Broken Bow, Oklahoma. Couldn't you just hear her voice light up when she talks about this cabin? That's a sure sign that it's a magical place with lots of love. She says that she created this space for guests to come and make amazing memories, Hiking, fishing, boating, roasting s'mores, and simply enjoying the tranquil surroundings of this amazing earth in Broken Bow. Dancing Moon Luxury Cabin has all the special touches to be your home away from home during your visit. With two king master suites and a pull-out sofa that way sleep six, up to six people. The hot tub, fire pit, and huge wraparound deck with outdoor fireplace, grill, and foosball will make you never want to leave. She personally manages the property so she can make sure every guest is taken care of and happy during the stay. Once a guest, always a friend. You can book her directly and save on extra fees by going to www.dancingmoonluxurycabin.com. These notes are all in the show notes. These links and everything you can find um, below in the show notes. So thank you so much for listening I would love for you to share this with a friend, subscribe if you haven't already subscribed to this podcast, and I hope to get any feedback from you. Thank you. Bye.